welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. And welcome back. Thank you for joining us once again as we discuss movies. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. I'm John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have adventure and action. That sounds weird. (laughs) So we take turns selecting from our movie genre movies that, in our opinion, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any of these movies on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you can give these films a second chance. Today's pick. On the podcast. Is Tony's pick. (laughs) Fright Night. (laughs) The remake. I know what you're saying. We already did Fright Night. But we're doing it again. That's how good the movie is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder if my uh, yay name maybe will stay. <laughs> Previously, you may bade, because I wrote it down. <laughs> oh, that's good. What, what did everybody do last so time? The fir- on the original Fright Night, mm-hmm. I nade it. And wrong. Carly and John may bade it. They were drunk. And Tony <laughs> yayed it. Awesome. I probably was. Tony may bade it? Yes. I didn't may No, Tony yayed nah, it. it. And I'm pretty Go sure... She had it. Everybody, I didn't listen to what everybody least favorite character favorite character was, but I'm pretty sure everybody agreed Ed sucked and Jerry was the bomb. Yes, I think we all except did. for I think Tony might have picked the the guy, the, the guy? boy, the boy. What's his name? Charlie. Charlie. I As think least favorite. No, his favorite. No. Mm. <laughs> no. Not okay. A Charlie fan. I think we all picked Ed as our least favorite character, though. Okay. Well, today is the. 2011 remake of Fright Night. It uh, came out August 21st, distributed by DreamWorks, which is a subsidiary of Walt Disney. So it's a Disney movie. (laughs) So we got to figure out which one's the princess. Wait a minute. So this is a Disney movie. Mm -hmm. So there's a chance in Fright Night 2 that Captain America or like the Wolverine will be there? Well, there is a Fright Night 2 of this. Not for this Um, one. (laughs) For this one, there's a Fright Night 2 for Mm -hmm. this? They made a sequel to this? Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> there's a sequel to this and there's a sequel to the original. Is Colin Farrell in it? No. I think that David Tennant's Peter Vincent character is the Disney princess. Okay. I can is he see in the sequel? Nobody is. Because it's in the past, if I remember right. I watched it once and then I tried to banish it out of my head by hitting it with a hammer. Is it is it like when they do a sequel but it goes back to like when he was origin when I, Jerry Humperdinck became a vampire? No, I think if I remember it's right, not Humperdinck. I think That's it's about Elizabeth Bathory and and something to do with her. And it's really weird because she the vampire in it has echolocation. So oh. like when you try to run away from her, she like screams at you to find you. It's really fucking weird. It's so like, like if a a banshee and a vampire had a baby, maybe maybe weird yeah, that weird. sounds terrible it was terrible. please don't ever pick that up well, we'll see you know i can never say never mm-hmm. i did jason x so <clears throat> this is a really great episode though people not movie bad movie great episode of this podcast go listen so this came out on august 21st just in time for halloween <laughs> it cost uh, 30 million and it made 18 million roughly. wow imdb gives it 6.4 uh, Rotten Tomatoes gives a 72%. Okay. That's critic score. BT dubs. Really? Yeah. Critics? F- audiences gave it 59. Mm. Huh. <clears throat> uh, right, I have... So the critics were like, this is really good, so no one went and saw it? Yeah. Yeah. It has... Um, stars Colin Farrell, uh, Fantastic Beasts, SWAT, really good in True Detective Season 2. Maybe the only good mm. thing. 
Eh. So the problem with True Detective season two is it wasn't True, True Detective, Detective season, season one. one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so much better. But he was good in it. He was good in it. Vince Vaughn not so much. Yeah. Um, Anton Yelchin, uh, rest in peace. He was in Star Trek and uh, Green Room. If you haven't seen Green Room, it's really good. I like. Might him. be on the podcast here shortly. Uh, Tony Collette. Um, she was in Sixth Sense about a boy. I uh, love her in About a Boy. David Tennant, yeah. Doctor Who fame. She was in Jessica Jones. Best thing about Jessica Jones. Mr. Purple. Uh, Imogen yep. Poots. Who just, I don't know why she didn't change her name. She's an actress. <laughs> she can do that. She was also in Green Room and in 28 Weeks Later. Because her last name is Poots. It's, yeah. it's, it's cheeky and fun to say. But her Poots. first name's not Smelly. Or... <laughs> <laughs> yes, but maybe someone would be like, hey man, I was knocking boots with Poots. <laughs> I'm sure that her childhood nick- nickname is something like Smelly. It's possible. <laughs> yeah, and all the guys are like, yo, man, I want to date Smelly Poots. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got two reviews. Okay. Oh, sorry. It was written by Tom Holland, who wrote the original Fright Night, and Marty Noxon, who uh, did some work on Buffy, the vampire slayer, not the other Buffy. Not the buffet, the vampire lair? Yeah. So. <laughs> My friend's reference. Yeah. All right, so two spoilers, uh, two uh, reviews, not spoilers. Oh, two, spo- <laughs> two spoilers, because a vampire. He um, sucks. You have to guess which is which. Okay. I love this game. Vampires in this movie suck. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Keep going. Dull, pointless, and charmless remake of a good-natured, mildly amusing film from the 80s. The two 2011 Fright Night aims low and misses. <laughs> this 3D features spattered blood, shattered glass, and sparks is more distracting than necessary. And Jerry, the vampire next door, is not original or distinctive adversary despite Farrell's appeal. Um, it goes on and on. I don't know why you'd watch this movie in 3D. So that's that dude's problem because in 2D, not bad. <clears throat> got one out of 10 stars. Wow. Who was, who was that? That was Imogen Poots. Briefane. Thank you for your opinion, Briefane. The next one is 8 out of 10 stars. Hello, we couldn't find a 10 out of 10 for this? No, I Didn't exist. Okay. <laughs> not, not in the four minutes I looked. <laughs> Return of the Vampires. The original Fright Night was already a cult classic, which makes this remake unnecessary. Wait a minute. You tricked me. <laughs> but since all vampires these days are less scary, and like what Evil Ed said, lovesick, it can be necessary for some reason. Bringing back the true vamp camp. Although it's not as scary as the original... Colin Farrell's performance improves the villain, the vampire villain. This Fright Night is endlessly watchable and fun. This may sound strange, but I think this version is better than the original. Ooh, that's a bold statement. I already have snipers trained on this position. <laughs> Will others at this table feel the same? <clears throat> Stay tuned, friends, to find out. Listen all the way to the end. <laughs> all right, so... This is a Tony episode, so it'll only be like an hour and a half. <laughs> this isn't like an Elaine episode. It's like... A little bit longer. Summary. After a neighbor moves in next door to um, Charlie and his mother, Jane, they discover that he is an ancient vampire, and they go in search for the help of Peter Peter Vincent, a famous vampire hunter, to save his friends and his family. What did you think about going in, Carly? I thought it was going to be exactly the same as the original, but with some modern necessary updates. That's it. Like clothes and... Yeah, and, and security internet. systems and internet and yeah, just necessary. They have cell phones. They don't, you know, <laughs> right. that kind of a thing. 
Elaine. Well, this had actors I'd heard of Ooh. and who I enjoy. So I was like, well, I didn't really care for the last one, but this one should be fun. I hope it's scary because I did not find the last one scary at all. That's a bold statement. Nor funny. So I was hoping this one was scary. <laughs> wow. Just stop her before she gets <laughs> two more hating on that movie. Wow. Well, I had never seen this because I, my, most people were like, no, the person was perfect. Mm. There's no Incorrect. reason to watch this. Mm. Um, Incorrect again. Colin Farrell. I'm like, I like him. In like six movies. <laughs> uh, in early 2000s, I was like, wow, he's really cranking him out. This was on his low period, I think. Yeah. But I was like, okay, Tony wants me to watch this movie. <clears throat> I'm going to give it a woo. And I'm pretty sure that it's going to have vampires in it. There's going to be a dancing club scene. <laughs> so, you got your wish. He was very excited when he's like... Yeah, he's like, we'll is there to gonna it. be a dancing scene? I hope there's a dancing scene. We're, we're gonna get to that. <laughs> really my my feelings on the dancing cl- club scene. I watched it one and a half times because I watched <laughs> it yesterday and again half of it this morning while I was when John watched it. All right. Well, the film <clears throat> starts out with an overhead shot of a small residential area in the middle of not much. In the middle of Vegas. Vegas area. Yeah. The clouds are black and ominous, and we pan around the neighborhood. It apparent it's apparent that people are moving out as uh, we see multiple for sign sales and stuff like for that. Sign for sign sales? <laughs> for sale. When signs. We, when we saw that. He's been drinking all day. No, his view, and it's just this little patch of houses. I was like, oh damn, those houses are too close together. Yeah, they're really close. Like you could lean they out the window all and touch your neighbor. Space. But you know, like if you go into like the. You know, like the Pungo end of Virginia Beach. It's like that, though. It'll be yeah. nothing, 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 neighborhood. Yeah. Nothing, 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 neighborhood. And those new neighborhoods they build, they, they do get closer and closer yeah. together yep. with the houses. Yep. <laughs> well, we cut, to a, <clears throat> we cut to a house interior, uh, and the TV's still on. Mm-hmm. There's a commercial uh, blaring for Peter Vincent. He's got Friday. a show in Vegas. Um, he's uh, apparently part magician, part uh, stage magician, part vampire killer. Like Chris, he's Chris Angel, and I wrote, I love the Peter Vincent commercial. I was all about it. I was already Chris Angel doesn't hunt vampires, but that's like the is he a vampire? I don't know. No, that's we'll go with David Blaine, but that's how I felt about it. He had a very real Chris Angel magician's vibe, okay? Or like that, he's like that dude from a um. Horbath number two. Oh, oh Jesus. yeah, Sorcerer's Apprentice. I can't remember his name. Tony's drawn those conclusions. Yeah. So um, we pan away from the TV. Also um, a Disney movie. Looks like uh, yeah, it looks like we've interrupted something. There's uh, Magic the Gathering cards sprayed all over the floor. There's blankets on the couch and the dog standing on the table eating the pizza. Mm, pizza. So uh, something's going on. Um, after the after that commercial fades, a female news anchor pops up and says that um. There's a possible assault attempt at a grocery store. A man snuck up on a woman and apparently tried to bite her, but the security scared them off. Then we glide down a dark hall to the back of a house. Small, the small dog's with us at this point, uh, but then stops and starts whimpering, but then leaves. We close in on the dark uh, back bedroom, and a young man's thrown out into the hallway, and another person is thrown on the ground and attacked. The young man runs, runs upstairs to, um, I guess, is his parents' room, uh, they're both torn up and bloody. Um, so the boy slides under the bed and sticks his hand between the mattresses. Apparently he knows where his dad's gun's kept. Mm-hmm. Uh, and pulls a thirty-eight revolver out, but it has a trigger lock on it. The boy reaches into his dead father's pants and retrieves the keys, plus five experience. 
<laughs> the boy focuses on the gun lock. His dad's body is dragged away, which I don't believe is possible, but that's fine. That he wouldn't have noticed. That he wouldn't notice that? <laughs> that's a little ridiculous. But anyway, uh, the boy gets the lock out, gets the lock off, and drops it next to him. And some clawed hand pulls it up, and then uh, he gets ready to shoot whatever it is. And the monster tears the bed off, and he's killed. That's, Presumably. That's the quick little open prologue we get. Dum, dum, dum. Two things real quick. <clears throat> I thought that was going to be a movie, like in the original, because oh, he's yeah. watching the movie. And I was confused because it was not a movie. It was real. Well, I guess. But well, yeah. yeah, real. And movie. the other thing is the um, credits font really reminded me of the same font from Death Note. Like every time yeah. I was like, oh, my God, that's like the Death Note font. Death Note. Now, that's another quality flick that was underappreciated. That was a good episode. I was disappointed that in the original, they got me with the, he's watching a movie. And I was like, is this the movie we're watching? Or are we popping in somewhere in the middle? And then this one, they didn't even try. <laughs> but they got me because I was like, is this the movie we're watching? <laughs> well, we after this, we cut to a similar um air shot that we saw earlier uh now it's daybreak and we fly through some the red font that elaine was talking about it says fright night <coughs> excuse me um it's a typical neighborhood they give us little shots uh people washing cars neighbors you know jogging sidewalk chatting kids running riding their bikes and playing in the sprinklers mm-hmm. uh we stop we spot charlie pushing a motorcycle home i uh, wish i didn't know what that was like and uh, <laughs> he sees his highly attractive neighbor doris uh, steps out and starts tra- talking to him for a while. Hey, Charlie. Um, she is wearing the uh, look at my ass pants, and they have, have uh, Lucky spread out on them. And he's like, yeah, they are. <laughs> if Is it time for ass chat? Mm. Carla, what do you think of that cheek placement? <laughs> I just enjoyed the fact that his mom was like, why are you oogling her? And he's like, it... It wouldn't have words on it if you didn't want me to look, <laughs> which is an excellent he point. He said, "If you didn't want me to, if you didn't want me to read it, you wouldn't have it on your butt or something like that." Something is it? It was a good point. I'm on his side. Oh, put him on. Put him on. All right. Put him on, friends. We have a. Hey, Hello, Will. Will. Hold no, on. We're in the middle of podcasting, so we said fuck it, and I answered the phone this time because you always call me when I'm podcasting. Friends, Will Will always calls Hi, Will. us, so we're gonna put him on there. Hey, we're on a podcast. You can't cuss. <laughs> All right, hey, hold on a second. Right, so, thank you for coming on the podcast, Will. Oh, I'm really sorry, our regular listeners that had to deal with that. Because we're not going to edit it out because we don't edit on this podcast. Okay, so Charlie... I wish he was clearer. We could, really couldn't hear him, but uh, yeah, friends out there, uh, thank you for listening. Will's one of our loyal listeners, and we wanted to get him on the podcast. So, all of you others, if you want to call me during the podcast, I put my phone on silent. <laughs> Why well, do too? <laughs> he text, texted me, you ain't shit, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> so Charlie and his mom talk a bit. Uh, mom is pretty interested in their new neighbor, and especially his trash container. He has a giant uh, trash container in his front yard, concrete. She's a little worried because she's trying to sell her house, and she thinks it looks bad. Um, she is wants she to trying know, to sell her house? 
was I thought she was a real estate agent. Oh, maybe that's she what was it. a real estate yeah. agent, but it also kind of looked like maybe she was trying to sell her house. But so she was she seemed very concerned about the way the neighborhood looked, and we want people to buy in this neighborhood, not everybody's just moving. Well, this is right after the uh, the collapse of '08, so and especially in these areas that were like booming, and they were selling for. You know, real cheap. Well, she, does, payments. she does make a really good point, which I appreciate. She's, um, She says, he's not digging a pool, but where's all this concrete coming from? And then they just kind of blow it off. Um, Obviously, he's making a man, he's turning the basement into a really high, cool, high tech man cave. Obviously. Obviously. Building a basement. <laughs> yeah, right. In Vegas? <clears throat> sure. Uh, I don't really think this is Vegas, though. I think this is just outside, outside. of Vegas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like where dad lives. Hi, dad. <laughs> <laughs> So it's Henderson. Charlie's. Uh, I got to talk about my dad first. Ha ha! Beat you, Carly. <laughs> Charlie's girlfriend, um, Amy, pulls up with a couple of friends in her car, and they're gonna give. He's gonna get a ride to school with her. Oh, she's so mean though. She's like, "Oh, your bike broke? No, okay, then you still need to ride for school." She drives away. I was like, "Oh, that evil bitch." Yeah. Uh, once we get to school, we meet uh, Charlie's other buddies. Mark. Um, he was played by Dave Franco. He's kind of a douche. I didn't catch mm-hmm. catch the other guy's name, but uh, other guy. I, I have recognized <laughs> that guy was in something else that I have sort of seen, but I can't remember his name or what that was, and couldn't be bothered to look. So he like was Haley's boyfriend for a while on Modern Family. Oh yes, <laughs> God, thank you. I looked it up because I was like, I have seen that guy. <laughs> but I do like little Franco. Yeah, Dylan. he's funny. He's I like him a lot. <laughs> Even in this role, he's kind of douchey. He's, he's, it was supposed to be funny. a dick in this, yeah, but he, he plays that character very well, which he's, I, he's my favorite makes me wonder character. if he has any range because every movie <laughs> he's, he's that same douchey guy and he just kind of has a douchey face Drink. which is not good well he's like, a franco yeah. <laughs> how would you describe this guy well he's kind of got a douchey face that's not like something you want he's kind of got a douchey face did you sleep with him yeah <laughs> and he didn't call me the next day because he's not just got a douchey face <laughs> well he gives charlie shit about having such a hot girlfriend and then uh we move to class he gets they get to roll call but more than a few kids are out. Uh, we also see Charlie's friend, Ed, sitting behind him. What do you say that he's fr- his friend? Well, they were friends. There you go. Ed apparently's uh, been... or uh, Charlie's been apparently dissing Ed and not returning his calls. Because uh, he's got an impossibly hot little girlfriend. Ed's uh, understandably pissed. This I like, though. I like that in this movie, they actually tell you what the relationship between Charlie and Ed is. Yeah. Because one of the things that bothered me with the first is you couldn't tell how we knew Ed. Were they friends? Were they not friends? What's going on? But here, they used to be friends, but now Charlie's all of a sudden too good for Ed. And I just like that it was... Because he's got the impossible... It's a realistic Mm -hmm. relationship. Yes, I did like that. Because what you do when you get the little girlfriend is you dump your old friends because... I it's think rules. that Tom it's Holland rules. has fixed a lot of the problems that I had with his first script in this second script. Well, good. <laughs> well, if at first you don't succeed, fuck it. Give up. Do something else. Charlie, Mark, and his uh, friends are in the hall talking, and Ed approaches. Uh, Mark starts fucking with him and uh, giving him shit, but uh, Ed wants to talk to Charlie. He's trying to pull him away from the rest of the group. Um, eventually, uh, Charlie goes with him, pulls him, pulls him away, and... Uh, he explains that they have another friend, Adam, that were kind of like a trio when they were little, and Adam's missing. And Charlie blows it off. He's like, look, man, kids, don't come to school. What do you want me to do about it? He's like, no, dude, he, he's missing, missing, like something's up. He wants Charlie to go with him to check Adam's house after school. Charlie says no, but Ed threatens to tell Mark and his other friends about some of their more nerdy uh, 
stuff that they did when they were younger. Apparently, he's got a bunch of stuff on uh, video. From LARPing. Video and stuff like that. They're going to go viral. He mentions <laughs> Farscape Cons, which is, which is fucked up because Farscape's awesome. <laughs> and uh, maybe a possible weird masturbation thing that we don't have to get into. But, uh, so Charlie gives in. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't... And, I didn't uh, need to know about other uses for Stretch Armstrong. Yeah. <laughs> so he Just agrees the they're going to meet after school to go there. Uh, after school, Charmy, Charlie and Amy get to his house. They chat and and kiss and stuff and mess around. Char- and Ch- uh, Charlie's mom uh, starts talking. She's over there talking to uh, Jerry already. That's right. <clears throat> uh, Ed's calling Charlie, calling him, calling him, and... And he's pissed because he's he's apparently blowing him off again. Well, he was trying to get a little, you know, what are the kids call it nowadays? A little coitus? <laughs> he wanted her to see his tallywhacker. Yes, he wanted to enter the premises and then enter the premises. She entered his premises and he wanted to complete that circle by entering hers. Hello. Ooh. He to use his flesh steak on her. <laughs> and then he got clam jam, big time. <laughs> by Jerry Humperdinck. It's not Humperdinck. I know. It was okay to be Jerry Humperdinck the last time because that guy played Humperdinck. He, now it's just Jerry. He doesn't even have a last name. That's true. No, they that, don't say that he's Dandridge. He, he's Jerry Street. No. No? No. But he he doesn't even have a last name in the credits. Well, no, I Street love... is from SWAT. You love that movie. I know. Well, shit. <laughs> well, they all gather around Jerry, maybe Dandridge, and uh, the new neighbor, and he seems to charm them all. He points out different style trends with Charlie, and he compliments them, and smiles and makes fuck eyes at his mom and his girlfriend. So they're all kind of wrapped up in him. Uh, and he's but, promised to get rid of that big green dumpster. Yeah, maybe have his mom over for drinks, and he she pretty much just smooches them all instantly. But then Jerry excuses himself, <coughs> and uh, <clears throat> they walk back home. Charlie's mom plays it off like she isn't attracted to him, uh, but you can tell she is. Yeah, she wants the old, you know. Coitus. He is a dish. He's a dish? He is a dish. So he's got, what is it, Lucky on his ass? Mm-hmm. Would you read it? He's a bit of a dish. If he had Lucky on his ass, I would read it. <laughs> then uh, Charlie gets another text from Ed, and this one is, is even worse, and he's going to send... It's a picture of him as Squidman? Yes. <laughs> he's going to send a video to everybody, so Charlie hauls ass. Jerry watches from, her, from his garage and eats an apple. That is a callback. He's a fruit bat. Charlie meets up with Ed. Ed's pissy, of course, but they uh, sneak in through the back door, doggy door. Yeah, they do. Um, no, sorry. <laughs> Ed, Ed drops a duffel bag on the ground, um, unzips it, and reveals stakes, hammers, crosses, mirrors, all kinds of vampire weapons. And he He's tells prepared. He tells Charlie, "Oh, by the way, uh, your neighbor's a vampire." And Charlie's like, uh, "Whatever, man." It's like, whatever, nerd! Yeah, the two creep around this house, um, and you get to see a cut of somebody's watching them through the window. Um, They search the house, they don't find anything. Uh, Ed tells Charlie that he and Adam have been tracking attacks, disappearances, etc., and it all leads back to Jerry, uh, Charlie's neighbor. Jerry Street. Yeah, Charlie. Charlie says Ed reached too much twilight, and uh, Ed's very into this theory. He says he has video proof and other stuff, too, and he's planning on sneaking into Jerry's house during the day and staking him. He tells, uh, to make sure, ch- makes sure to tell Charlie not to invite Peter in, or not to invite Jerry in and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know all that. He's been reading Peter Vincent's website about it. And, uh, 
Ed complains that Charlie's all different now. He's he's all cool and stuff. He's got a new status. He says, you're so cool, Brewster, you know, from the first movie. And uh, Charlie gets mad. Ed starts to diss um, Amy. And uh, he's like, you know, we used to make fun of her, and she's a skank and all that stuff. And he pushes her down. He pushes him down. And uh, he says, you, well... Look, you don't talk about another... You don't rub another man's rhubarb. No, that's Even if his girlfriend... Good is a skank. You don't tell him his girlfriend is a skank. Because that's, right. that's not nice. That's Maybe nice. he likes skanky girls. If someone called my girlfriend a skank, I'd be very upset about it. Skanks need so, love unless too. Unless it was my wife. We don't bring her up. <laughs> <laughs> Your girlfriend's a skank. Look, honey. <laughs> but, um... I would never have a girlfriend. So I'm so madly in love with you. And even if you did, you probably wouldn't have a skanky girlfriend. I, I, You're too old for a skanky girlfriend. That's a young man's game. That's right. Mm. See, Who's got goes, time for a Twinkie in the city? And that goes against my my uh, rule. You're never too old to have a skanky girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you can Who tell... You feel special, Carly. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you. Um, but Apparently, no. he also thinks you're a bit skanky. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Not even a little bit. It it's for grins. It, this is an entertainment venue. <laughs> Most of the things we say is 100% pure malarkey. Yes. Oh, because goodness. we think it's funny. Now yes. people that don't know you will think you're a little bit skanky, Carly. I guess there are worse things. <laughs> Maybe it's because her ass is lucky. <laughs> well, either way, in this, um, you can tell Ed's pretty much, he's just kind of butthurt that Charlie doesn't hang with him anymore. Mm-hmm. And basically, uh, after, after Charlie pushes him down, he's like, look, you know, when my life got better, when I stopped hanging out with you. And that was kind of like the, uh, the final blow on that. There's a burn. <clears throat> so they leave. Um, Don't put drinks on top of my love in the time of cholera. <laughs> <laughs> it's empty. Uh, Ed skates home. Um, Looks like he's the, crying. Yeah, he's pretty upset. And is attacked. Um, luckily, it's not vampires, it's Mark. And Thank he pushes, God. pushes Ed around and swings on him, but Ed dodges and runs away. Well, no, he tells him, hit me! Fine, just hit me! And he's like, what? I'm gonna hit you? Okay. And misses. Yeah. He hauls ass and then uh, jumps over a fence, but he leaves his duffel bag. Mark opens it up and sees the shit inside, and he's like, unbelievable. And just kind of laughs at him. Ed continues to run, hopping fence after fence, running through backyards of this little neighborhood, but, but then he slams into Jerry and is terrified, understandably. I would be too. Um, Jerry's a vampire. But he has a single stake in his hand and, and threatens Jerry. He says, look, I know how to use this. Um, Jerry doesn't seem to care and uh, moves on him. Ed grabs a paint can, smashes it through the back door of the window of this house, and then dives in it. He sighs, does a sigh of relief and laughs at Jerry. He's like, ha-ha, you know, no invitation, Jerry. Can't come in here. Jerry smiles and just steps right in. He goes, this is abandoned. <laughs> he goes, I thought you did your homework. Doesn't matter. So, um, and he actually says, shit. <laughs> no, no, he actually shitted. That was something else. So Jerry says, you've been watching me, but I've been watching you. So that's only fair. Ed runs upstairs, climbs on the roof, um, hangs off the roof and falls deck down onto the back porch. And Jerry's just sitting there watching him. <laughs> um, Ed screams when he sees Jerry, stumbles backwards and falls into the pool. Um, Jerry talks to him for a little bit and he's like, look, um, you know, this is Ed's Ed's more like I told everybody about you and all that kind of stuff and Jerry's like look nobody's gonna believe you so you know you you can tell whoever you want your own best friend doesn't give a shit about you and uh it's kind of loosely mirroring Evil Ed and Jerry Dangerous talking to Allie in the first one but it doesn't seem to really 
click the same. It's way. not as cool. It's very weird because he's in the pool, and Jerry gets in the pool, and it just has a very. There's something about them both being in the pool that weird. makes it very. It's an uncomfortable kind of a scene. You think that, two dudes in the pool is not a weird? Well, you, I thought that it was supposed to be some maybe some kind of like baptism thing. But it doesn't. Maybe. It's just real weird and clunky. It doesn't. Yeah. It was. It was. <clears throat> I, Power of price propels you. It's just a really strange kind of scene, and it's just like a little bit of an uncomfortable scene. Not like it makes me feel uncomfortable, but like it just was a little uncomfortable and strange. Well, when they did it in the first one, it was cool because Jer- uh, Jerry kind of took Ed's um, like empathy. And he was yeah. like, Look, man, you know I understand where it was. This was a little rushed. It didn't. It didn't wasn't yeah. really smooth. Yeah, it was too rushed. <clears throat> in the first one, they did it a lot better. Yeah, you it was, felt it. Yeah, you know? this one you're just like, this is a little weird. But the um, Ed has a little cross in his hand. Um, I only bring this up for a reason, fun fact. But he holds it up for a second, but then he kind of drops it when when Jerry comes up on him. He's listening to him, and then he drops it and it spins towards the camera. Does like this cool little three D shot, mm-hmm. and uh, that was suggested by Steven Spielberg. Wow. He said you should. He was talking to him about the movie, and he's like, "You should do this shot for the three He said, "If you're gonna make this movie, do this shot." Yeah, well, but if you're you should do it do in three D. The cross yeah. should come out of the screen. Yeah. So, but either way, <clears throat> it's the next that day. That would look cool in three D. Yeah, probably. But not for eleven bucks. No. Whatever. <laughs> I'm not having to sit through the rest of the movie in three D. Yeah, not, or fifteen bucks, whatever it is. I don't watch movies in three D for that. I don't reason. either, I so see. I don't know how much. I do. <laughs> Me and Cross watch a lot of movies in three D, and I like superhero movies and stuff. That's fun in three D. But most movies don't need to be in 3D. <laughs> um, it's the next day, and Charlie's mom, Jane, is uh, happy because the dumpster is being moved. And uh, she's like, oh, he's the man of his word. It's like, oh, good. And uh, we cut to Charlie. He's up in his room. He's watching some of these old nerd movies, fighting movies that he and Ed and Adam had put together years ago. Because he feels bad because he... And I can't stop. I just keep seeing uh, McLovin with his armor and his sword, and I keep thinking of role models, <laughs> which uh, I love, and I think it's funny. He was LARPing then, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amy pulls up and uh, talks to Jane for a minute and calls Charlie down, uh, takes him to school. The roll call, uh, kids are missing again, but Ed's not there this time. So after school, Charlie goes by Ed's house to see if he can figure out what's going on with there. And uh, the parents assume that Ed was with him or something. He's not home. They, they said, oh, he's not here, and he he leaves real early now, which they must have seen him. At yeah. some point. And it doesn't really make sense. But he leaves real early. I was like, for school? This is supposed to be after, it's after school. school. Yeah. <laughs> he leaves early and for what? And his mom's what? Lisa Loeb, which is weird. But I know. You think she would at least get him to stay. <laughs> wow. Stay. Wow. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Sorry. You're, that's not the melody. <laughs> you stay. Okay, that's better. Talk so, so all the time. So Charlie looks in, in so. Ed's room, uh, kind of looking around at his things. Ed's um, among Ed's mm-hmm. things, he has a list of vampire hunting weapons, uh, maybe a few that he's designing. Um, he's very into this. Well, you don't want to get your vampire hunting weapons on eBay. No, well, you know not. what? But we'll get to that. Yeah. You know what? If I thought that my neighbor Jerry was a vampire, or my buddy's neighbor Jerry was a vampire, you get an Etsy you, Etsy you, accountant. You got to start. You got to. <laughs> you got to start planning. So you might design a vampire weapon once you look around on Etsy and you see that nothing quite fits the bill. It's possible. You know what I'd buy on the internet instead of something on Etsy? A plane ticket. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get to that. Um, he also has an open link to Peter Vincent's site. And they, uh, he's clicking around on his computer, and he finds a file, uh, something about Jerry. Jerry's files? Yeah. He finds videos. 
and he has um yeah they're videos of basically adam and ed have been following jerry around and recording them and be, and in this mythology vampires can't be seen on video so uh it's right. basically just an invisible man type of situation He's floating stuff around stuff like that <clears throat> now why can't vampires be recorded uh, it's just a myth thing. It can't be seen in mirrors. Some can't be recorded. I don't know. They they used to be they didn't show up in pictures. Yeah. They have to update the mythology with yeah, the times. Yeah, but why wouldn't they show up in pictures either? They're matter. They're not antimatter. Maybe they are antimatter. Oh, damn. Well, that would make a big boom then. <laughs> you know how much matter and antimatter collide? It's vampire antimatter. You have to touch vampire matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what's the matter? Nothing. What's the matter you? <laughs> So, stop it, please. <laughs> you don't get it? <laughs> You're distracting Tony. Sorry, Tony. Sorry. So anyway, Charlie heads home, and on the way home, he bumps into Jerry. Jerry wants to borrow some beer. He has a girl coming over. Um, it's a great little scene. Jerry uh, waits in the doorway and uh, because he can't come in. Mm-hmm. And uh, Charlie goes into his fridge and grabs some beer and stuff like that, but he drops one and it shatters. Jerry's like, can I come in? He's like, no, no. Stay right there, and it's a really good little tense scene. I like this because this seems like to me anyway. This was the mo- the point where Charlie was like, "Wow, this guy's really a vampire. He's mm-hmm. not coming in." <laughs> yeah, and I think it's a point where Jerry's like, "Okay, this motherfucker knows, mm-hmm. knows, well, knows." They both knew, but yeah. did they know that he knew that he knew? They, they didn't know that they knew, right? <laughs> but they knew that they didn't know that, right? Well, once that's what I thought. Once yeah. he saw the video at Ed's house of like of the Jerry getting out of the truck with in the Invisible Man thing. I think he was kind of convinced that maybe his. I think that's the beginning, and then this seeing him at perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the game was on. So uh, Jerry gets the beer, um, but then he has a little chat with him. Basically, says that Charlie may not see it, but he has a lot on his plate. His girlfriend and his mom both need protection. Hopefully, Charlie can be up to the job because there's lots of bad people out there. It's kind of a weird, creepy yes. discussion that doesn't really right. Hold up nowadays. It was weird and unnecessary. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was also maybe he was kind of threatening him. That's what I felt was more yeah. like a threat. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you might want to watch your ass. You have a, a girlfriend and a mom, and I don't have to kill them. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie's understandably shaken by this and uh, heads to his room and has apparently been keeping Amy waiting. Amy looks to him. Uh, they, she wants to apparently have sex, maybe for the first time, I guess, what I got from it. it sounds like it. Yeah. And, Which goes uh, back to the first movie. Yeah, and Charlie's distracted uh, by all this uh, vampire stuff. And then he hears a doorbell next door. Vampires are distracting. Mm. Apparently Doris is hanging out with uh, Jerry over there. Charlie's watching from his room. Uh, but then uh, Jerry sees him and smiles. And, uh, you know, And he Charlie's freaks out. He's freaks like, out. oh, no. Amy feels spurned and gets pissed and leaves. Well, girls don't like it if you're, you know, about to coitus. But they, I don't feel like they and were ever about to yeah. coitus. She wants to coitus. She's offering herself to him because, and he's not interested. Mm-hmm. He's interested, but he's distracted. Trust me, he's a teenage boy. He's interested. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't want to die. Remember, death, then reproduction. That's the order. So we cut to uh, later, and Charlie's dozing off in a chair. <clears throat> Sorry. He wakes up. Because uh, he hears a scream next door. And uh, panicked, he calls 911. And the cops show up. And they go to talk to Jerry. But Jerry seems to charm them away. And, uh, Hell yeah, she screamed. <laughs> 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 and 
As soon as <laughs> is that what he says? He does he say he that. said he said something about yeah she screamed and then laughed and they like nudge nudge wink wink. That was uh-huh. nice. scream. And there was a little fist bump and then yeah. we thought about the day. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. As soon as they leave, uh, Jerry leaves too. Though he drives off in his truck, so Charlie uh, seizes the opportunity and breaks into Jerry's house. I don't think I'd ever do that. That's pretty ballsy. Yeah. yeah. Give you that. I wouldn't break into anybody's house, let alone a vampire's. Yeah. Not after seeing the verbs. Because you don't know. There may, be, there may be more of them. There's going to be that one creepy young one who yeah. hangs out of there the all the time. Yeah. And this is when I said, oh, he doesn't have that dude living with him. Because in the yeah. original, he yeah. has a dude. He yeah. has his familiar his zombie thing. Man servant. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, kept, I kept waiting for that Billy guy Cole. to show up, too. But no Billy Cole. Um... He sneaks around. He kind of explores his little uh, house, and he finds a room with some really, really weird and old shit in it. Um, he finds this... Uh, it's hard to tell. It looks like it might be... I can't tell if it's a battle standard or a pirate flag or something, but it's a crest or something. Something. And he takes pictures of it with his camera, his, his phone camera. And uh, mm. But then he hears uh, Jerry pull up in his driveway. So uh, Jerry hides in... Or uh, Charlie hides in Jerry's closet. Um... He noticed he has a bunch of he has a bunch of security uniforms, which for a second made me think, well, maybe, maybe one of Jerry's vampires was attacking somebody, and Jerry scared him off when they were talked about in the beginning, where the security guard scared him off. But I don't know. Maybe might be reading too much into that. Could be. But um, maybe he just you know for four hundred years he just had a lot of security jobs. Maybe. I don't know. He told the the mom that he works night construction. Mm. Yeah. But uh, but while he's in the closet, he finds this hidden door behind him that leads to this little mini prison that Jerry's built. Um, it's all the concrete. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one of the rooms is his neighbor, Doris. Uh, he tries to get her out but um, by trying to pick the lock and get in and stuff like that. But Jerry starts to come in, so Jerry hides in one of the other doors. Um, Jerry goes in there and bites Doris. Has a snack, if you will. Yeah. And Charlie's watching and... And he's like, I'm sure he's a vampire now. Yeah. And he's watching mm-hmm. and uh, and this was so creepy and so good. Doris holds her finger up to her lips, even though she's being attacked, and it's terrible, and she's so upset, but she holds her finger up to her li- her lips to shush him, and I was like, that's a great scene. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. pretty good. And what I also liked about this scene is as he's leaving, you notice how Colin Farrell, whenever he, he, Charlie's around, he just sniffs the air? Like, yeah. Like, he knows he's there. He oh, yeah, he does. But you but don't know, know that he knows. You don't know that he knows. Oh, that he knows. we know he knows. <laughs> <laughs> but Charlie doesn't know that we know that he knows. <laughs> so afterwards, um... Jerry leaves, and like John said, he stops and smells the air. Um, then he goes downstairs and watches TV. Or does he? Um, Charlie breaks Doris out uh, while Jerry watches. Well, I thought it was the Cardassians, but it was a it was a des- it, it was, was a des- Real Housewives, Real Housewives of something. Thing. He watches Real Housewives. I yeah. didn't catch what the other he was Jerry's watching much at all right now. Yeah. I wasn't paying attention to the TV at Jerry all. Jerry Humperdinck wouldn't have watched that shit. Nah. <laughs> Jerry Street here. Yeah. Um, Jerry grabs a beer. And an apple, and gets back to the TV. I love this part because to me, with the apple, mm-hmm. like he grabs it. And, oh. Yeah, it's a real. I'm not doing it, doing it justice, but it's a really tense scene because he's hiding and he's right there and, he just and keeps he's coming back and forth and fucking. And then he grabs the apple, takes a bite, like he's he's yeah. a fruit bat. Yeah, I, I I like that because um, it's a callback. <laughs> Charlie and Doris uh, make it to the front porch. Um, it's daylight now, pretty much daybreak, and. Um, Right, right as they get out onto the front porch, we see Jerry has been watching them the whole time. He knew they were there, and he's mm-hmm. kind of smiling and eating an apple. Um, so they make a break for it and dash off the porch. And as soon as Doris hits the yard, explodes. She explodes. Apparently, she was a vampire. turned 
apparently. Did you jump? I was like, holy shit. <laughs> so, I said, oh, jump okay. scare. Elaine's going to jump. I was not I was not expecting her to explode. Yeah, it was I wasn't good. either. It got me. I jumped. I, it, it was my like, jump scare, so I thought it was you. It looked just like in Blade where they used the, um, that blue shit. The serum stuff or yeah, whatever. And, they, stuff. and the vampires exploded. It looked yeah, a lot like that. It was pretty good. Um, when are we going to do Blade, by the way? No. Waiting on you, by Is the way. Is it underappreciated? I don't know if the first one's unappreciated, but the next two probably are. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I've never uh, seen any of them. I would happily watch them. I watched the first one two nights ago. Tony made me watch part of one with Ryan Reynolds so I that could third, see him one, yeah. all, uh, you know, muscly because I like him. <laughs> well, you like Ryan Reynolds and he's uh, supernaturally in shape in that movie. So. That he was, was like, you've never seen it? And he showed me a clip. That, that was, was his Deadpool cool. nice audition. Look at. Yeah. <laughs> um, so back home... Uh, Charlie warns his mother, you know, stay away from Dandridge, don't let him in the house, or Jerry, don't let him in the house, don't say nothing to him. You know, she doesn't really buy it. Um, Charlie decides, fuck it, he's going to go visit Peter Vincent in person. Um, Vincent's practicing for his stage show. He's all decked out in uh, Castlevania meets Chris Angel, is what I called it. Um, or Horbath's brother or yeah, servant. Yeah, he definitely looks like a sorcerer's apprentice. So. <laughs> Uh, one of his prop weapons doesn't seem to work right. He gets all pissed and decides to take a break. Charlie approaches him, and uh, he's done like this fake, I'm a fake uh, news guy. He wants to do an interview. Um, he's like, is this your first assignment ever? Because yeah. you're like 12. Yeah. He's like, yes, yes, I am. He, he goes, ma- manages to play on Vincent's vanity, I guess, and gets him to accept it. He says, you got 10 minutes. You got uh, 10 minutes. He takes Charlie up to his... Uh, Apartment, I guess. I was gonna say lair, but sure. <laughs> Flat, yeah, it looks more know. like a lair. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, not as cool as Jack Pounce's lair in the last. No, month, no. But you don't have that kind of cash. So obviously, he owns a condo in the hotel. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's filled with. He takes him on a little bit of a tour. It's filled with tons of vampire-themed antiques. Um, and a fire pit. Mm-hmm. One of uh, Vincent's assistants explains a few of them to him to Charlie. Um, Basically, Vincent looks like he's part con man douche, but also seems to know a fuckload about vampires, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, and also apparently has an STD. Yeah. <laughs> I do like Those that he leather has, pants. I do like that he has the tattoos of the crosses on his jugulars. I thought that was pretty sweet. I mean, I they're fake, it's, but yeah. it's cool for, like, you know, he's a vampire hunter or whatever. It's a neat idea. Sure. Um... So he, he's sitting there talking to him. He pulls off the wig. He pulls off the trench coat. The mustache is fake. The eye piercing. It's all bullshit. He doesn't look like that at all. Um, and Charlie cuts to the chase. He's like, hey, how do I kill a vampire? Uh, Vincent's like, okay. Well, and he tells him all the traditional ways. Fire, beheading, garlic omelet, stake through the heart. They joke around a bit. But then Charlie pushes the issue. And uh, Peter eventually goes, look, man, you know, he, he doesn't think this guy's funny anymore. He thinks he's a weirdo. So he's like, get the fuck out. I don't know yeah. who you are. Um, Charlie like, leaves. look, I know this shit isn't real. So yeah. you know it's real. I know it's real. And Why are says, we being like this? You can't be this obsessed with vampires and not believe a little bit. And he's like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. Get the fuck out of my house. And he's like, well, I want to show you this picture. And he leaves this picture on his bar. He's like, whatever. And he makes his uh, little assistant carry him out or whatever. Get him out of there. Um, back at his house, Charlie's putting up crucifi- crucifixes, crosses, and garlic all over his room. Um, Not Mark, just his room. All, all over, over the, the house. house. Yeah, in front of house. every window. Outside, Mark and the other guy, I forget his name, are in a car watching him. And they're like, what the fuck is his problem? It's Ben. 
Is it Ben? And then uh, and ben. hi Ben. <laughs> <laughs> and Ben is like he's just he's it's the paranoia. Yeah, they're getting high. In which the bar. makes sense. Which is a great explanation for it too. True. That it could be the drug paranoia because sometimes. Uh, just then, Jerry taps on the window with his little claw, and uh, Mark's like, "What the fuck?" and opens the window, and Jerry bites and fucks both of them up. Because mm-hmm. you can do that. Yeah. Like, the first guy was lucky, but the second guy had a watch and then died. So much worse. <laughs> so, um, Charlie's carving up more steaks and stuff when he's confronted by his mom and Amy. Um, he tries to... First his mom, because he's like, yeah. it's a practical joke for Amy. Yeah. He tries to come up with something. <laughs> he tries to explain it to them. Uh, they're just like, whatever, we don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but we're worried about you, blah, blah, blah. But then Jerry knocks on the door. He says he needs to talk to Jane. Um, Charlie's harassing me. He broke into my house. Um, he's like, you know, I need to, need to talk to you guys right now about it. If you don't, I'm going to call the cops. Charlie could, Charlie pleads with his mother to not answer the door, not listen to him. And then finally Jane's like, well, good, call the cops then. And Jerry gets a little pissed, but he smiles and walks away. And the mom's like, is this the joke? I get it. Good job getting Jerry in on the joke. Yeah. And then he walks into his garage. And then Jerry goes... Yeah, he goes into his garage, grabs a shovel and a a circular saw, and starts tearing her backyard open. And she's like, what the fuck is he doing in my backyard? And he tears open their backyard, pulls out the uh, gas line, cuts it, and then lights it. And all the gas uh, appliances in their house explode, the fireplace, the And he says, doesn't have to be be invited into the house if there is no house. Yeah. Uh, Charlie, Amy, and Jane all pile into Jane's minivan. How did he know exactly where the gas line was? Because he's been digging under his house. Okay, great. How does he know what the neighbor's gas line is? Because all those houses are the same. They are all the same, that's true. But I was like, holy shit, because in the first... I was expecting this movie to be very much like the first one. In the first one, at no point does his mom ever believe him. And it's Amy doesn't believe him until he gets her. Like, <laughs> yeah. And at no point does he set the house on fire. I was like, wow, he's he's showing his cards right here. He's like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a crazy motherfucker. <laughs> and I'm a vampire, yes. And I'm going to eat y'all. It reminded me of the, uh, oh, I'm a son of a bitch. I'm a son of a bitch. Okay. And he starts shooting the guy's windshield and um, the replacements. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like all right, motherfucker. Okay, I got you. Oh, I, I don't like, mean that. I, I didn't see it coming. He's like, oh, I can't come in. I can't come in. Okay, I got you. Hold up. So Jane uh, grabs them all in the minivan and hauls ass and hits uh, Charlie's bike on the way out. <clears throat> By the way, if you don't get that joke, listen to our replacements episode. <laughs> um, Jerry jumps on Charlie's motorcycle and tries to start it, uh, but the front wheel's all fucked up. It does start for him. It though. does start, and then he throws... Yeah, how does Jerry get to do it? He throws <laughs> the motorcycle into the back of the van. Uh, Which just, just was... Amy. Holy shit. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Did not expect that either. All CGI. That's some vampire yeah. strength right there. Yeah, I don't think Colin Farrell could actually do that. <laughs> no. I'm calling, I you, literally I'm calling think, you out now, Colin Farrell. I don't think damn, you can do it. Damn. I don't I, think you can do it. I think, extended. I think not just that the character of Amy shit her pants there, but I think Imogen Poots shit her pants there. <laughs> <laughs> I think she pooted a little bit. more than Putin. I think she pooted when that motorcycle came flying through that back note window, because... Oh, goodness. <laughs> this is going to be a good episode. <laughs> 
But all the Putin and the tootin. Well, they all they all individually try to call the police at this point, but apparently they're in the desert. There's no reception, is what they say. So none of them can get a signal. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, probably not. It's just because I've been to Vegas. It's it was, more convenient. It was, it was actually in 2011. Now that I think about okay, it. Okay, honey, it doesn't matter. And we had cell phone reception. Yeah, but we were in Vegas the whole time. No, we weren't. We were in Henderson as well. How much driving through the desert did you do? They're like in the fucking desert. Ah. <laughs> Satellites. We didn't have very good cell reception when we went out to uh, the Hoover Dam, so. Well, they're driving down the highway for a while, and all of a sudden, Jerry rolls up on them in his truck, uh, smashes them from behind, side swipes them, smashes them in the side. And blocks then, the road. Then basically pulls up in front of them, spins out a bit, and blocks the whole road off. Um, Charlie's mom. As if he was fucking <clears throat> Ray Tango making a drug bust. Nice. <laughs> good pull. Pretty much. Uh, what about Cash? <laughs> Charlie says fuck it and makes his mom run him over and yeah. keep going. Uh, you don't see the body, you just see this big blood stain, and, but Jerry's gone. And then uh, they drive down for a, lo- a bit longer and they're wondering if they killed him or if, he, if that's the end of him when uh, the clawed hand starts to tear through the bottom of the floor of the van. Very creepy. Mm-hmm. Charlie kicks it and kicks it, but uh, Jerry uses his hand to push the brake and stops the car. Then another car crashes into the back of them. And who's the driver? Jerry Humperdinck. <laughs> Jerry Dandridge from the first movie. Right. So Chris like, Sarandon. Do you know who that is? I was like, no. <laughs> it's, it's Chris Sarandon. Yeah. It's Jerry Humperdinck. Humperdinck, Humperdinck, Humperdinck. We're never going to do that movie. Oh. It's so appreciated. So Carly might pick it for a birthday. I doubt it. So old Jerry gets killed by new Jerry. It's not the one I have in mind. No. <laughs> I was real sad that he got killed, though. I was kind of hoping that he... I knew he was in this movie, but I was kind of hoping he would be the... Like, like vampire or something? No, the assistant. Mm. You know oh. what? I want to change my favorite tertiary character. I would have liked that. <laughs> so what does he build as in this? Just driver of Probably, car? yeah. I don't think he... I think he has no, a, I, I think, old Jerry? And I, don't know I think he has a name. Hold on. I'll, I'll IMDB it while Tony continues. Um, Charlie jumps out of the van and has a huge cross in his hand. Uh, pushes pushes uh jerry back and um jerry's repelled by it but at first but we quickly we learned that that's more of a ruse so that he could get charlie closer and he snatches the cross and it bursts into flames and he just blows it out and throws it away then he smashes charlie into the side of the van and picks up a stake and explains to charlie what getting staked in the chest feels like because he had had it done before they missed the heart, and he's going to stake Charlie so that he knows what it feels like. Ouch. Mm-hmm. Just then, his mother rams a stake through the back of his back with it's uh, one of those for, for sale, sale signs. signs right there. But she him. also misses the heart. But she just also like misses everybody. the heart, just like everyone else. And uh, What'd you she... find, Elaine? Okay, so, <laughs> Humperdink. Humperdink. His character name is J.D. <laughs> nice. Nice. Humperdink, Humperdink, Humperdink. Subtle. So having the for sale sign, so for sale sign through Jerry's back fucks him up pretty bad. He's convulsing all over the ground. Well, they, I bet it doesn't feel good. They jump into Chris Sarandon's car and haul ass, or JD's car. JD. Um, as they drive by, they kind of sideswipe their van and push it over onto Jerry. Uh, Jerry's smashed, but you quickly see his arm starts to heal. He's Wait, new Jerry or old Jerry? Oh, new Jerry. Yeah, these timelines are so confusing. <laughs> Old Jerry's dead. New Jerry's not so dead. He's the undead. Back in Vegas, uh, Vincent's drinking at his bar, and uh, he takes a second look at Charlie's picture from earlier, and it matches one that he has in a safe. 
Then we cut back to Charlie and Amy. They take uh, Jane to the ER. She fainted when all some of this vampire shit was going on, busted her head. Well, that's a traumatic After experience. she did the staking with the four yeah. sale sign, she kind of passed out. Well, she staked a dude. So <laughs> she staked a vampire. It's, it's She's got a little PTSD. Not that's not something. Not you everybody makes their fortitude. As soon as, as soon as the adrenaline wears off, you're going down. <laughs> um, Charlie and Amy talk a bit. Uh, Charlie's feeling guilty about not believing Ed. Ed basically had the the in on all this stuff, and he didn't believe him, mm-hmm. and treated him like shit. And now he's dead. Um, so he puts up a, a ton of crosses and such around his mom's room and tells the nurse that uh, she's real religious. <laughs> but then Peter Vincent calls him and tells him to come to his apartment or whatever now. So they go visit him. And what's he doing? He is not having sex with his girlfriend. No. no. He's sitting around drinking. And doesn't she? Doesn't he say fuck you? Uh, they go back and, and she's like every time you see him. I think I will fuck myself. Someone's got to. Mm-hmm. That was a pretty good yeah, one. Yeah, there's some she very says, love-hate banter there. He says, you were really late in the rehearsal. And she's like, you were really early in the bedroom. So. <laughs> um, but he has some information on Jerry's kind. They're a special breed from the Mediterranean that he knows about. It's a strong breed and they like to reproduce to grow their ranks. Uh, Vincent says that he can't, that they really can't fight them. Um, and they need to run. Um, Vincent gets a call. Um, he's, uh, a little drunk and, and, uh, sometimes orders stuff on eBay, apparently. And the call is, says, hey, I got a delivery for you. And he's like, oh, that's fine. Come on up. And Charlie's like, it's a little late for delivery, isn't it? He's like, no, it's not. And he's like, oh, shit, it is. And then he's like, dude, you just let somebody in. And then it turns out that it's Ed. And he's a vampire. vampire. Yeah. And he invited him in. While Ed's inside, he gets a call from Jerry, and he invites Jerry in. So now they're really fucked. Which I think, I mean, is that real? If a vampire has been invited in, he can invite in all his vampire friends? I'm going to defer to my vampire expert, Tony. (laughs) I had not heard that one before. But I do, that's one of the reasons I do like these vampire movies. I like when they do little twists on stuff to make you think. I feel like... Yes, I'll allow it. <laughs> I may be the well, vampire then. expert. She's the vampire judge. You got so. the permission. <laughs> I'll go ahead and make the movie. <laughs> the the gavel. It didn't bother me at all, and I didn't even notice it. So I'll allow it. I did. Didn't I, really care. I didn't give it a second thought. Nope. Or a first thought. No thoughts at all. I'll allow it. Zero <laughs> thoughts, sir. Ed uh, talks a little bit of shit to Peter Vincent. Uh, Peter Vincent smashes one of his uh, displays, and he has a crucifixion nail. And points it at Ed. Those have got to be worth a fortune, by the way. And then he runs to a panic room and closes the door. And chops <laughs> off Ed's arm. Yeah, Ed's and John And John goes, you could see his arm in his shirt. <laughs> you, you could totally see his arm. Like, no, that's that's not what happened. He you really could cut his totally arm. see his arm in his shirt. I'm like, wow, that's not. they're not even trying to hide it. Like, he was moving that hand around. <laughs> Come on, be a better actor than that. Sell it a little bit. Come on, McLovin. <laughs> so Army or Army Amy and Charlie I mean this uh, is the guy in role models sorry there's Stephanie no, there but in role models when they chopped off a limb he was he would he was, sell that he shit he would and now when it really gets cut off he's not selling nothing <laughs> you have a phone call you need to get that um, you know it's just Gwendolyn well okay friends uh, yeah, sorry, our daughter's man. out doing gallivanting so gallivanting it is Saturday night uh huh she's a teenager and it's Saturday night I guess that makes it all right. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. (laughs) 
So Amy and uh, Charlie, they try to leave through the front door, um, but they see Peter Vincent's uh, girlfriend assistant is dead on the floor. Uh, meanwhile, JD uh, comes through, or sorry, Jerry, since JD's actually a character, I guess. Right. J J <laughs> Jerry's comes so, through the front. I thought JD was dead. <laughs> Jerry has no last name. He's just Jerry. He's just Jerry. Jerry, just Jerry, Jerry. no name. Jerry Street. Just Jerry comes in the front. Just uh, Jerry. Security guard tells him he has to sign and runs over to him. Jerry kills him. But you see on the video screen, it doesn't have a, uh, any image on the screen. At this point, when I'm watching it with Tony, he goes, Woo, we're not holding up the masquerade, are we? <laughs> um, Ed stalks Charlie around the room. Uh, Charlie and Amy rush, uh, uh, push a cabinet over on top of him. <laughs> He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> and uh, then Charlie grabs a battle axe and fights Ed. They swing in wildly, kind of like they were doing before when they were younger. Um, eventually, he does connect with Ed, cutting deep into his like shoulder, neck area. And I love this part. Because in every movie, like I don't care who it is, they take a swing with any sharp object, the head comes off. Yeah. But in this, like, aha, bone's a bitch, isn't it? Yeah. It digs into him, and, and Ed kind of has to hold his head on from the what's left. Um, Amy runs over, finds a revolver, loads it with a bunch of silver bullets. Uh, Jerry sneaks up behind her, but she sees him at the last second, turns around and blasts him three times. Jerry takes them, digs one out of his shoulder, and says, no, those are for werewolves. So she's not in the goddamn club. <laughs> but Amy sees a chalice, smashes it, grabs it, and splashes it in, in uh, Jerry's face. It's holy water, I, guess, I imagine. She well, because she said vampires. Yeah. And he starts falling on the ground, cold in his face. It's burning him. Mm -hmm. um, I'm Ed uh, tackles Jerry to the ground. And uh, but he can't quite. Hold on, hold on, Charlie. I don't think Ed tackles Jerry to the ground no, no, at sorry. any point. Charlie. Ed tackles Charlie to the ground. Sorry, I read that. Uh, Words are hard. Yeah, he can't uh, quite bite him because of the way that his neck is all fucked up. <laughs> and the way he has to hold him because he only has one arm. Yeah, he's he's struggling. Even though you still see the other arm. Um, <laughs> like, if he was committed, like Johnny Depp would have cut the fucking arm off. He'd like, no, go ahead, take the arm. Take the arm. I don't need it. He's still back on afterwards. Because he's Johnny fucking Depp. Um, Why don't we do any of his movies? Come on, because none of them are underappreciated because they're awesome. <laughs> we should do a Johnny Depp podcast. What do you think, Elaine? Um, no. Mm. <laughs> Coming from the one who wants to do the Kevin Costner podcast. Mm. That's because he makes good movies and Johnny Depp makes weird <laughs> movies. Uh-oh. <laughs> Have you seen Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? No, actually. Oh, it's not a movie Tony? I would enjoy. Yeah. Awesome. Ed Wood was a little weird, but Tony and I uh, both weird. thought about called? doing Sweeney Todd. Dark Shadows wasn't good. No, it wasn't. Sweeney Todd was good. Yeah. We both thought about doing it. Well, there was a barber and his wife. <laughs> a musical? Sure, why not? I told Tony if he did it, I would probably sing. <laughs> I, may, I may still do it. I'm not sure. I love that movie. And you know what? We'll All have right, a, back we'll, to this we'll have a movie. Meat pies. <laughs> <laughs> so Ed's trying to bite Charlie. Uh, again, he can't because of his neck injury, and uh, Amy smashes the fuck out of him with a uh, huge mace, morning star, whatever yeah, you want to call it. Yeah, it was a morning star. It was pretty and awesome. And sends him flying across the fucking room. I was impressed that she was able to connect with that thing. Yeah, it was. it looks heavy. It was impressive. Hard to swing that son of a bitch. Uh, the axe handle was uh, broken in the fight, so Charlie basically has a little makeshift uh, stake. Anything and, will do. Uh, Amy tells him to go ahead and end this because they got to go. So uh, he goes up to Ed and stakes him. He hesitates a little bit. Looks real sad about it. Yeah. But when your friend's a vampire, sometimes you just got to kill him. See, and I was so sure that Ed was going to survive this to go on to the next movie and to make porn. <laughs> At 
least we didn't have to watch him turn back into an animal. Yeah. Because that was He just awful. collapses into it. I just, I just need to point this out, Tony. So in your future immortality plans, okay. this is important to know. Right. When your friends find out you're a vampire, they have no choice but to stake you. Unless you make them all vampires. All right. I'm just saying. You know, I asked Elaine if she wanted to be a vampire. You don't she ask said them. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, she wants to die instantly, so. Being undead doesn't appeal to her at all. Yeah. Well, she watched Only Lovers Left Alive. That really, that really just sour taste in your mouth. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be a vampire. I don't want to be a vampire. He lay and be like, Wednesday light? I'm going outside. <laughs> Where are you going? Like, I'm going I'm to work a... on my tan. Like, I think I'd rather be a mutant, mutant killer snowman. Well, everybody than a yak-haired uh, vampire. Dude, when my hair looks bad, I still say, oh, shit, my hair's looking like a, a yak's wig. That's the thing I say to myself. See, this podcast has got so much so many. <laughs> if you want to know hair that look, if you want to see hair that looks like a yak's wig, then watch Only Lovers Left Alive. But if you rather have a good time, <gasps> listen to our episode about <laughs> Only Lovers <laughs> Left Alive. But it looks like a yak's wig, yak's hair because it was yak's hair, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Amy and Charlie uh, leave uh, Vincent's house and head downstairs. Apparently, there's a club down there, and Jerry follows them. It's the hotel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amy gets separated from Charlie, and uh, Jerry sneaks up on her and takes her. Um, Jerry puts some of his blood on his fingers and then rubs it on his lips and kisses Amy, and then she's about it. See, now here's my problem. I was waiting for the dance scene. Yeah, they didn't really do it. I was waiting for the dance scene. There was no dance scene. No. There was um, some intimacy. I wanted the... There was no, I wanted the dance scene. I wanted the um, bouncer gives Jerry shit, so Jerry ends him scene, and... Apparently that is in a movie, but they cut it. Apparently, uh, apparently in the extended version, I haven't seen this yet, but I read about it. There's three frat boys start fighting, and one of them bumps Jerry or something, and he tells them to stop, and they don't. And then he beats all their ass. Like, oh man, I want to see that. But. Yeah, but I still want to see the dance scene yeah. that, that they didn't shoot well, because I was waiting weird. for the dance scene and didn't get it. Our our roommate watched There's some swing. of this over Tony's shoulder, and she was pointing out different, like she thought in. Um, What's this? Peter Vincent's apartment that right. um, the vampires lack celerity and it made her sad. And then we go here and he doesn't have, like, Jerry Dandridge had the ability to just enthrall people. He enthralled her from across the room and she tried to fight it, but we don't see any of that. Like, no. he uses his blood, he kisses her, and then. Well, they all, they, they like to give him all different abilities. Putty. You know. but, yeah, yeah, but I wanted a dance scene. I'm Least sorry. favorite scene? This one. <laughs> It was better when she was trying to fight him in the dance. Right, scene that, that was powerful. Yeah, that was that great. Was a cool move. It was cool funny move. and it was entertaining. The and mirror, this is not. She yeah. was just dancing by herself. That was a good scene. Let's go back and watch that. <clears throat> All right, Carol. Notice we didn't get in this no pencil in the hand scene. That's true. No, but we got a for sale sign in the gut. That was pretty good. That's true. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll allow it. All this uh, in uh, Charlie's trying to get back to them, but he can't, and he's drugged out by security. Because he looks like he's seven. Yeah, he doesn't have the ID. It's true. How did you get in here? Amy stops. Uh, Jerry bites him, bites Amy, but Amy afterwards says, look, Jerry's still going to come for me, and he says, I'm counting on that. And then Charlie says, fuck it, and goes back to Peter's. Peter Vincent's. Um, Vincent again tries to reiterate that they can't win this fight and that his parents were killed by vampires. Charlie says, Vincent's a coward. And Vincent agrees. <laughs> He's like, yep. He's like, look, I'm a realist. I wasn't hiding in my safe room 
because I'm a coward, I was hiding there. So yeah. I realized we're not going to beat them. Yeah. But he goes, look, I will give you this. And he gives him a special stake that was blessed by St. Michael. Apparently, if you kill a the vampire. Archangel? Well, St. But uh, if you kill. Yeah, no, Michael, the angel, the one that was in Iowa and smote a bank. <laughs> now, after he brought the dog back, he blessed the stake just in case. Right. Now, if you don't get that, friends, you want to go back to a Michael episode. That's right. We've, we've reverted to we're only going to advertise past episodes on our current episode. <laughs> It just, it was, it's one of those things where they just keep coming back in. We've, they really wa- do. Kind of like Harley a- Davis in the Marlboro Man. <laughs> oh, I say. We've watched a Which lot of only, movies at this uh, point. someone you're looking at really high. Really? Yeah. I gotta check that not, out. Not too too uh, far away from uh, the big number on that one. Really? From yeah. dropping a deuce? Yep. Wow. But anyway, this stake, if you kill a vampire with it, all the vampires that vampire made will return to human. So and, maybe uh, he can still save his girlfriend. Yes. And and uh, Charlie's like, cool, I'm going to go by there during the day and kill him, blah, 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 blah. And Vincent's like, look, man, you can't count on him being asleep just because it's daytime. That's not how it works. It's an excellent point. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Excellent goes, point. Goes, just because he's not outside doesn't mean he's asleep. And he goes, and you have to get close to stake him. So you're going to have to have So I'm watching plans. Desperate Housewives or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And Real I like the plan that he comes up with. He's like, set him on fire. Yeah. The vampire that's on fire is not thinking. <laughs> it's true. So how are you going to do that? And I tell you what, he he's good around fire, but not when he's on fire. Like when that nobody's, cross, nobody when, is no, good when, when they're on fire. when that cross blew up in his hand, he just was like, like yeah. he's making some saves that, around that fire. That was pretty awesome. He's got some points. <laughs> yeah. But set him on fire. You set anything really... on fire okay. and it doesn't do well. No. Yeah. And everything burns. That's true. So Charlie visits his mom at the hospital, you know, I assume to say goodbye, <laughs> make sure she's okay. And then he goes to a sporting goods store to buy equipment. He I thought buys, it was a pawn shop. Was it a pawn shop? <laughs> no, I, I thought it was sporting goods. I don't know. He buys a crossbow. Wait, that dude was like a behind the counter. Yeah. Like a can't. Like love, a, he tells the guys like, "Oh, I'm going to hunt a vampire," and the guy's like, "I don't care." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "Good for you." <laughs> Next. <laughs> um, so Charlie's not playing around. He goes in. He he's got his equipment on he's got i like how he geared up he yeah. didn't just go over there with a fucking slingshot <laughs> and a flashlight he's geared up i appreciate that and vampire hunter comes prepared and the first thing he does smashes all the windows out good job i know you know what he should have got for hunting vampires i seen this movie once, right? This guy got a steak. No, he got a steak and he put it in this machine and it would like have a jabbing motion. <laughs> the jackhammer. Oh, goodness. The jackhammer. There you go. Still, uh, still super soakers, I think. God, we've good. done so condoms. many vampire movies. We really have. <laughs> Holy water and condoms was the way to go. That's a reference to our From Dust Till Dawn episode. Check that out and I, Desperado. I gotta say, I don't know if Charlie had condoms. It seems like he was still a virgin. Yeah, well, you need to... He might not have stocked up for his holy water yet. Well, that's true. That How many things about vampires size? have we done, damn it? And they're a all lot. <laughs> and they're all no, Tony episodes. No, Carly did only Lovers Left I Alive. Well, I feel like we're lacking on the vampire movie lore. We need to step up our vampire game. <laughs> Next week on the podcast, something I'm vampires. sure, I'm sure, 100%, that a vampire movie could count as sci-fi fantasy. I'm also sure, 100%, breakers. that there are action-packed vampire movies. <laughs> Have you ever seen um, Queen of the Damned? Action persona. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Someday he's going to pick that, and I'm going to be so mad at him. And if he doesn't, him. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Almost picked it this time. But anyways, uh, so he smashes all the windows out. Good job. Um, but then, and he finds Amy in the little um, closet dungeon thing that he built. Um, but then when he tries to open the door, she falls in a pit, 
and there's a lower another level that's a giant hole basically like giant basement filled with dirt and shit um and then uh, he's searching around in there with a the flashlight there's not a lot to see he can't seem to find amy and then he bumps into somebody and it's fucking peter vincent he shows up and he wants to kill some fucking vampires he's set up too he's got all kinds of cool shit he is in the goddamn club he is in the goddamn club uh, that's no, reference to Monster Squad. Another movie with a vampire. <laughs> that Tony did. <laughs> I, I'm just saying there's a lot of horror movies that are vampires in it. And Tony, not, all, not all of them are amazing like Dracula. Tony doesn't like ghost movies, but he sure I as shit movies. likes vampire movies. I could go for a couple more ghost movies if we just... But not for our next vampire one. You're going to have to pick them and call them sci-fi fantasy. Oh, can you do Ghostbusters too? <laughs> no. That movie's awesome. It's got a ghost in it. Is it an action-adventure movie? <laughs> it's definitely it's a sci-fi no. fantasy movie, but it's probably not underappreciated. It's probably, in fact, overappreciated. No, no. But back to this movie. <laughs> the one who loves a tangent. We're all so of a sudden, close to the end. All of a sudden, so a woman who loves tangents, all of a sudden, is every time you're like even a little bit Only off. like my own tangents. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> she only likes it when her cats get out of the bag. Other people's cats, you don't got time for that. Go back and listen to the Tango and Cash episode again when you want to talk about your dad's motorcycle. He was adventures. so mad. He goes, I listened to Tango and Cash again, and you talked about your dad every five minutes. And I says, No, that was Holly Davis and the Marvel Man. Episode. Or, I'm sorry. Holly Davis and the Marvel Man. When you talk about your dad every five minutes. And I says, Carly talked about her dad for six episodes in a row. What? But, uh, you know, we talk about awesome. a little monster squad. Or no something. one cares about this if we don't edit. No, oh, you, but everybody cared about your dad's Harley Iron butt run. That's interesting. <laughs> to no one. <laughs> All right. Okay, as they search around. <laughs> Mom and dad are fighting. Uh, Jerry swoops down, snatches Vincent up, and throws him down the hall. Uh, Charlie shoots a crossbow at him, but Jerry just catches it and breaks it and laughs at it. Ha! Um, then he lock, he pushes him into a room and locks him in there with Amy, who was a vampire. Is it like you can have her or enjoy her or something yeah, like that? Yeah, something like that. He has, he has a, a good little one-liner here. Um, then Jerry goes after Peter Vincent and explains that he's the one that killed P- Vincent's parents, of course. You got your mother's eyes. And your yeah. father's aim. He shoots at him, misses your father's <laughs> aim. Finally, he clips him in the shoulder and uh, he goes, oh, there you go. Uh, Amy hugs Charlie. Uh, they have a little moment. And uh, then uh, Jerry, Vincent's in the middle of this tomb area or whatever on top of this uh dirt and peter's like okay so come on let's do this or whatever and jerry just reaches over picks up a rock and flicks it into vincent's head and vincent's like really that's it and then a little bit of blood hits the ground and then all of a sudden all these vampires start coming out of the dirt everywhere um like, oh this is what this room is for <laughs> uh, here peter, come the franco brothers peter's got this weird stake launching revolver that he has and he kills a couple vampires with it it was pretty cool hits another one in the leg and then he runs over to Jerry and points it at him and hits it, and it just kind of blows up. It doesn't do anything. <laughs> eBay. Fucking eBay. So don't buy your stake projectile weapons from eBay. And then they all kind of descend on him and just start drinking him. Um, Charlie and Amy get into a fight. She's uh, trying to, to, I guess, to turn him. I don't know, maybe kill him. Eat him. No, they want, she wants to turn him. She says, we could be together forever. Oh, is that it? Yeah. And then uh, Charlie stakes her, but not completely. She's then, like, you missed. He's, I know. And he joins. He he runs outside and uh, blasts the ceiling above Vincent, and it lets light in. Kills a few of the vampires, and the rest pull off of him, so that he's not getting killed anymore. And then him and Pete, uh, Charlie and Peter just sit in the little 
laser of sunlight, and they're they're pretty much safe there. But Peter goes, I'm burning a little no, bit. No, I'm starting to smoke. <laughs> yeah. And then Jerry goes, because you're turning. And Jerry's like, you guys can't stay there forever. It's going to get dark. Yeah. The sun, like, the, the world is moving. <laughs> yep, he says, Amy is mine, and you can't stay in the sunlight forever. And then Amy and... <laughs> Amy and Jerry starts to make out, and then Peter's like, "Ooh, that's that's rough." <laughs> uh, so uh, Charlie's sitting there, and he's like, "Okay, well, let's do your plan then." And because uh, Peter lights a cigarette for himself, and he's like, "Fuck it," and he lights Peter or he lights Charlie on fire, and Charlie uh, rushes Jerry and tackles him to the ground and hooks a little clip on him so that he can't get away. Jerry starts trying to fly away and jump around and shit, and can't get away from him, and he's they both basically are catching on fire. Um, Peter throws um, the special stake to him and uh, Charlie flick kind of rolls over into the sunlight and Jerry starts to burn the sunlight and as he's burning like different layers of his skin and stuff are going you can actually see his heart and uh, makes it easy to stab yeah so Charlie can see it this time and get it and he actually gets him and Jerry dies and uh, pretty much everybody all the vampires that aren't like torn in half or bleeding real bad or whatever that are all one piece all turn back to human you can see like the evil spirit leaving them and stuff yeah all get sucked out Mm -hmm. of them even out of uh vincent which is very upsetting because how long have some of those people have been living in jerry's basement yeah (laughs) and even mark mark turns human then he kind of looks around all fucked up he's like wow that was a fucked up night Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so then after that we cut fright night cut (gasps) back to uh vincent's place charlie and amy are mostly naked and uh getting ready to do some staking let's get hello Jane, uh, Charlie's mom calls to show that she's okay. We'll have her little exit from the movie. And then Peter bursts in for a minute to get uh, his phone. He left it. Since and if you don't have any pants on, I'm definitely going to look or something. <laughs> <laughs> He's being a douche. And then he leaves. And Which that, is pretty fine. That is the endo. No post-credit flatulence scene? No, I checked. There was no post-credit I, I'm going to ask. there was in the other one. I thought it'd be cool, but not. I stayed to the end to see if there was a post-credit no, scene. There wasn't. It was a cool credit scene with the little... I really like the credits. Flashes, scene. but yeah. More so, death, no font. All right, who's first? So, John. Oh, good. Now that I'm pretty sure that my, because I had everything up and it's not up anymore. <gasps> okay, so my favorite character is going to be Jerry. Okay. I'm going to go with Jerry because I just I like the way he had a nice little swagger about him, and I thought he was a much cooler vampire than JD mm-hmm. when he had the reins, if you will. And it was a vampire flick, and I didn't really care for much anybody else. So, he gets it by default. My least favorite character, I think it was Ed last time. Mm-hmm. It's Ed again. <laughs> for pretty much the same reasons I didn't like the last Ed, I don't like this Ed either. No love for McLovin. No, McLovin kind of sucked in this. Um, my favorite scene is a tough one. But I'm going to go with um, when Charlie's leaving with the neighbor, um, Lucky Butt. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And, like, you can see Jerry's, like, sniffing, and he knows he's there. Goes into his kitchen and rolls an apple off the table and yeah, grabs it. Because it. it's a throwback to the other movie. Yeah. And so, that I like, that was really cool. <clears throat> My favorite lines from Peter Vincent. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. That doesn't narrow it down. <laughs> <laughs> mini golf. That's, that's like mini golf and sushi. sushi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite line. Oh, favorite tertiary object. My favorite tertiary object. The FTO. Yeah. <laughs> If you will. The FTO, if you will. Uh, I'm going to go with the eBay. The eBay gun? The eBay steak. Steak launcher? Yeah. 
Because, because fucking eBay. That was pretty good. That was it. And uh, I will yay this one. Uh, this was this was, it was fun. It was a fun little movie. wasn't good, but it was a remake of a of a cheesy '80s movie. So it was never gonna be good. Right. It was gonna be entertaining, and I like the updates that they made from the first one. They fixed a lot of problems that I had with the first one. So this was very enjoyable. I Watch thought it. the first one was a perfect movie. No, perfectly hokey. Mm. Perfectly hokey. Carly. There's only one perfect movie, and that's Rocky. Well, John took some of my answers. Oh, we've been doing that a lot lately. I know. My favorite character, I picked Charlie. Mm -hmm. I like this Charlie a lot better than the other Charlie. I just, he seemed more realistic to me as a character, and I like that he suited up and was prepared when he he finally believed. (laughs) As opposed to just going in with a stake and a 70-year-old man that was. (laughs) Vampire hunter actor. My least favorite character, I also picked Ed. He was less annoying to me in this one. <laughs> still annoying. <laughs> but still, yeah. Um, my favorite scene, I put the entire part where he finds Doris at um, Jerry's house all the way to when she explodes Blows when they up. get outside. Yeah. That whole huh. part. Yeah. Good scene. Uh, my favorite line is, Ginger, good show tonight, right, baby cakes? Peter says, you were late again on the devil's torture chamber. She says, I have something for you. Look, and flips him off. He's in... She says, you were early again in the bedroom. He says, fuck you. She says, I will fuck myself. Someone's got to do it. Ouch. See? That's a good line. And my, that was on my short list of lines. <laughs> <laughs> and my favorite tertiary object, I picked the panic room. I liked it. Because he had all the cameras and... Okay. I don't know. I really had a hard time picking. There was a lot of objects in There this was movie, a lot of objects. And I just couldn't decide which one I liked. It's funny, because I knew as soon as I saw mine that it was going to be the one. Was it the apple? <laughs> nope. The timer went off. Uh And I wrote special mention I freaking love the beginning of the credits It was almost my favorite scene (laughs) The way they did it was like a a Highlight reel for the movie Set to music And I really enjoyed it and I am also gonna yay this movie. Wow! Everybody yay this movie. So next week, oh, I liked it. I would kind of now that I've seen them both, I kind of want to watch them both. Like we should have a double feature movie night, so I could just really decide which one's better. Which one's better? Well, but you may be the last one, right? At, at first glance, I like this one better than the original. Yeah, it might be that I haven't seen. I don't know, but yeah, yeah we both upgraded. <laughs> Elaine. <laughs> Okay. Elaine, last time you recommended? No, last she time made. I made it. She made last it. time you made it. Okay. I did not enjoy it last time. I was like, this is my favorite but... movie, Elaine. Listen, she goes, it's garbage and you should die. I was like, God, <laughs> Lord, Lord. So my, That's a little excessive. My favorite character is Peter Vincent. I really enjoyed the way. my number two? <laughs> I really enjoyed him a lot. Um, my least favorite character is Amy. I... No love for the poots. Said poots. <laughs> I'm, I wanted the poots to get the boots. <laughs> I did not enjoy her character at all. I didn't like the way she tre- she treated her boyfriend. And I just, I'm not. I did feel a lot more for Amy in the original. Yeah, Amy in the first one was, I mean, she was kind of like. 
Do you think that's her a character? A wet blanket? Her character is written or the actress' performance? I think it was the character. The way the characters are. I don't I think like, because they made her the popular hot girl. I don't like that snotty high school girl who, she has this boyfriend and she told, and like at one point he's like, I didn't want you to find out about the nerdy stuff because I thought you wouldn't like me. And she's like, dude, I know you were a nerd. So obviously she cares about him, but yet she treats him like shit the whole movie. Like I'm not interested in that character. Gotcha. I just he forgives her at the end because like um I really enjoyed you know, um, you know Evil Ed this time around though, and I'm sad that you guys didn't like him because I really I'm loving. I liked Robin. him a lot more than my favorite. <laughs> That's scene, not saying much though. <laughs> my favorite scene is the whole scene in um, Peter Vincent's apartment from when McLovin comes in with the package. Mm-hmm. to when they kill him and leave. Like, I really like a good fight scene, and there was a bunch of different weapons, and it was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And okay. um, my fr- my favorite tertiary prop was the fake rocks that Jerry oh. dug out of the backyard yeah. when yeah. he was going for the gas line. As soon as he's, like, digging out these boulders with this shovel, and I'm like, those are fucking fake as hell. And I'm laughing so hard because they were just ridiculous. I thought you were going to say the fake rock that he had the key in. Because I was like, why does he have a key in a rock? No, no. The fake rocks that he dug out of the yard because it made me laugh so hard. I thought it was going to be the rock that that Jerry threw I do. I wanted to pick. It was really funny because (laughs) I had two contenders for favorite lines. Okay. The first one was... that's a terrible vampire name, Jerry, which was funny because Colin Farrell doesn't look like a Jerry. Chris Sarandon looked like a Jerry. Yeah. And that was why it was so funny that he was a vampire. But this one, he didn't, he looked menacing. So it wasn't as funny, but I just thought that was a funny line more because of the first movie, not because of this one. But my actual favorite line is, uh, you read way too much Twilight. That's fiction, okay? This is real. He's a real monster, and he's not brooding or lovesick or noble. He's the fucking shark from Jaws. He kills, he feeds, and he doesn't stop until everyone around him is dead. And seriously, I'm so angry you think I read Twilight. (laughs) Which made me really happy. I Um, thought Elaine was going to pick, welcome to Fright Night. (laughs) I do like a titular line. My only... I'm going to yay this movie. Yay! That's a big jump. It's my birthday again? (laughs) I really like this, and I kind of wish I had seen this one first because I think I would have liked it even more because there was a lot of times where I was just comparing scenes Uh, to the old one. Yeah. But I still... I like the dialogue better here. I like the way the relationships were set up. All right, you're getting off topic. Tony? I do like it. The only thing I didn't like was the CGI... Like, in the first movie, the vampire makeup was so shitty. Yeah, the the CGI is so bad in that when they're in the road and he turns on JD to kill him and his face and I was like that's why didn't you use practical effects the effects in the first movie were better than that and they were so terrible it's just weird when we have movies that come out now and the CGI is real bad like like, but they didn't need to give him monster face (laughs) all they need to do was give him scary fangs and he would have been scary you don't need to give vampires monster face and I don't understand why they do that I prefer them not to have monster face I understand why they did it with Amy because that yeah. was kind of an iconic thing that she had that but, big mouth or whatever from the first And I one. understand but why when they're... But hers was better yeah. than his. Yeah, yeah it was really I understand weird. why when they're, like, super hurt, like, after he got staked, he would be monstrous. Yeah. But... Because I mean, he's, like, super like, injured. Spaces and stuff, and I was like, he's it was not really a transformer. Weird. Just stop it. But <laughs> overall, I really enjoyed it, and I think that um, if you hadn't seen this, you should give it a try, because it's uh, it's real good. All right. Tony, yay, name, maybe. He's got a My name. My favorite character? 
Excuse me. Is uh, <laughs> Peter Vincent. Too ready is. Least favorite character is nobody, because I liked everybody in that. <laughs> <laughs> really? I did. Even the really? stoner kids? I think, I think everybody, well, if I, I had to pick somebody, Mark. if I had to pick somebody, it would be the kid from, what's that show you were telling me about? So you're talking about Ben. Ben. Because everybody <laughs> else at least seemed to give, the, give you know, try to give whatever character, the shit character they had. Some kind of a. I do feel the bullies thing. were unnecessary and didn't need to I almost it, picked but... Mark because, yeah, the original but didn't Mark have the funny, bullies. Though. I didn't need the yeah. bullies. No. I just thought he was hilarious when he was like, well, don't... he's like, uh, what do you got? Some nerd stuff you're going to get on us? And he goes, don't you have some, some what do you say? Do you have some hot sluts you want to fuck? And he's like, <laughs> yeah, actually, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, my favorite scene is basically like Elaine when they're running around with the vampire pad with all the artifacts because that was really cool. It was like almost to where. You know, you would think Jerry would be like, I'm not going in this fucking death trap, know. you know? And it was just like the werewolf, vampire, and then she comes out of nowhere with a morning start. Like, it was just so good. Yeah, they could have, there was like, a, they could have done all kinds of shit with that. Jerry could have been picking stuff up. Oh, I know what this is, you know? Shit. I've been looking for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, my favorite line, even though it's a little cheesy, was I really liked when he says, um, you have your mother's eyes, and then he shoots out of my missus, and he goes, and your father's aim. That was, <laughs> was kind of corny, but yeah. Favorite tertiary object is the crucifixion nail. That's pretty pretty amazing. Because that's a priceless object. Yeah. And I would uh, like to see what it would do if you had a vampire one. Um, I'm going to name this movie. It was garbage. Garbage. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He'll, that's twice Tony. Nate his own movie. <laughs> no, I, uh, I definitely would yay this movie if it's, you know, it's cheesy, but it's still fun, you know. Okay. So. All right. Four yays. Tony's on a when roll the... lately. Yeah. Yeah. Tango and Cash didn't even get four yays, and that was surprising. <laughs> Carly. All right. Well, if you'd like to go back and listen to our other episodes, that you can find about. us on any of your podcatchers. Like, rate, review, subscribe. Um, if you want to contact us, you can find us at Unmovie Podcast on Twitter, at Unmovie Podcast Dogs on Instagram, or at Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast. And you can email Unmovie Podcast at gmail.com. So. So. What's mm. next week on the podcast is Carly's, Carly's pick. pick. Oh, Jesus Lord. Christ. Sorry, I was like, who's next? Con- yeah. I'm going to continue with Colin Barrel it's and been go with over a year. Winter's Tale. Winter's Tale. What the hell is that? That's a Colin Farrell movie. You'll find out. A Colin Farrell movie. I heard good things. You'll find out. All right, I guess then. we will. All right. So. Until Red? next time. All right, we'll catch you next time. What the hell? Is it uh, an intro? Wait a second. We have an intro going. Oh, this is dead air. Dead air. It's dead air. Dead air. <laughs> Eventually. I don't understand what this song has to do with the movie. What's funny is that Lane's like, I don't know why this is with the movie, but I know this is perfect. Because the only thing that Charlie didn't have to worry about was his girlfriend. Until she got turned into a vampire and tried to eat him. So then he had other problems. But his bitch still wasn't his problem. She <laughs> did have 99 other problems. Oh, goodness. I just don't understand what this has to do with this movie. Now that this is a well, great song, Well, it's a pound of flesh, but it's really a time. 99 times <laughs> when a bitch ain't one. <laughs>
Oh goodness. <laughs> I have this like downloaded. I was gonna just play it for it. Uh, if this wasn't what you were gonna play, I was gonna drown out whatever playing this song. <laughs> so I had it all set up. I was gonna be like, nope. <laughs> I asked him if he had a song. He was like, no. I was like, oh, the credit song. <laughs> as soon as I heard this, I was like, this is going on whether Tony wants to or not. <laughs> I was gonna hijack your shit, so I'm glad I didn't have to. Uh, but a song like this, like this and that song, Son of a Bitch, you know, the give me a drink. Yeah. You don't need to make it fit. It fits everywhere because it does. <laughs> well, all of Daniel Radcliffe and Night Sweat songs are good, not just that one. <laughs> that's the one. That's the name of the band. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. But a bitch ain't no one. 